You're listening to the Visibly Fit Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy Pett. And every week, I'll give you holistic, practical solutions for everyday issues related to nutrition, healing, functional fitness, and behavior modifications. As a naturopath, fitness expert, and wellness coach for over 20 years, my goal is to empower you to reach for greater health and to rise up to your next level of living in mind, body, and spirit. You were created with greatness in mind. It's time to own it. Are you with me? Then let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Visibly Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Pett. I love spending this time with you. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is always such a special, wonderful time to spend together. And I have something that I want to talk about today. It's actually about giving and receiving. And I want to ask you, are you a good giver? And are you a good receiver? Usually you can answer, or most people answer one or the other. Yeah, I love to give. I'm a great giver. But receiving is a little more difficult. And there's other people that are great receivers. Give me more, give me more. And they're not very good at giving. So it's so important that we balance out giving and receiving. The duality is essential and we have to work on that, right? To fully give, we must fully be able to receive. And I have just been experiencing this on a whole new level these days. I thought I was pretty good at receiving. I love to give and I have a big heart. I'm, I don't know, I'm always giving prayer or giving encouragement or not necessarily always giving gifts or something like that, but I think I'm, a, I'm more of a giver. Recently, my husband, oh my goodness, I'm going to toot his horn a little bit because, oh my gosh, he's the best husband ever. He is an incredible giver. And I had a big birthday that just came up recently and he surprised me. Actually, I was in shock, not just surprised, but shocked because he had told me a few weeks before that we were going away on a big adventure to pack my bag. And he wasn't going to tell me where we were going. And I would just find out when we got to the airport. Okay, this is exciting. I love adventure, but a girl's got to know how to pack, right? You can't just say, oh yeah, pack a bag. Oh, and by the way, it's got to be a carry-on bag. Oh my goodness, you're not, you don't really know who you're talking to. <laughs> I like options of things to wear. So I rarely can do an overhead luggage, but I I managed and I spent literally the night before we were headed out over an hour packing because I wanted to make sure I had the proper clothes, the proper shoes. He said, yes, bring a swimsuit. No, we won't be hiking. So I didn't need to bring my hiking boots, which is really good because they take up a lot of space. I was asking him a few different questions and he gave me answers without giving away too much. But he's you're going to be relaxed. It's going to be great. And it's someplace you've never been before. And I thought, oh my goodness, okay, this is so exciting and I'm going to be relaxed. Okay, what does that mean? Does it mean that he's taking me to some amazing spa for the weekend? Or I had no idea, you guys, no idea. So my husband plotted and planned and schemed, and I'm going to go so far as to say lied his way <laughs> through my birthday surprise. And I have to tell you, it was about... Uh, like an hour before we were leaving and I was running around the house, just making sure things were straightened up and 
doing some last minute things and I was in the bathroom and I was brushing my teeth and the Uber driver was on his way to our home. And all of a sudden the doorbell rings and my husband's like, hey, can you get the door? And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I'm brushing my teeth. I'm in a hurry, but sure, I'll get the door. So I go to the door and it's my parents from Texas. I was shocked, seriously shocked. And I was excited to see them because I love my family so much. And I was so excited to see them, but I thought, we're getting ready to leave. Like, why are you here? It just really took me by surprise. And again, I think I was shocked. So come to find out, we were not going anywhere. We were, that was the surprise, was that my parents arrived and my sister, and they showed up for my big birthday. Now, I have to tell you, again, I love my family so much. While I was excited to see them, I admit I was a little disappointed. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? Because in my mind, I was already thinking that, okay, I'm going to be whisked away and we're going to do some adventure or spa thing and it's going to be relaxing and wonderful. And anyway, it just, I had to reset my thoughts and reset my expectations. And once I did that, everything was great. And again, I was so excited to see my family but I just wasn't expecting that. Didn't really know how to respond. And so I was like in tears with joy and tears sad and <laughs> all these mixed emotions, which is funny because my husband says that my highs are this high and my lows are this high. And if you're watching, you'll see that my hand is just in an even place. So I don't really do a lot of ups and downs with my emotions. I'm pretty steady, thankfully. And I'm sure he would say the same, thankfully. But in this case, I was just kind of like up and down and didn't really know what to expect. But it was great. And we went for a nice dinner and we had a lot of fun and played games that night and got caught up. And then the next day, my husband Todd said, OK, we're going to go to your favorite restaurant for lunch. And then we're going on a, a boat cruise on the lake and have dinner on that boat cruise. So this was, a, I guess, a, an eating tour. I didn't know. But so we're going to the restaurant for lunch. That was fantastic. And then we come back to the house and I was going to get ready. And we had a couple other things we were going to do and then to go and meet up with some folks and go on this boat cruise, which is going to be fantastic. Anyway, long story short, we have lunch. It was fantastic. Get back to the house and all of a sudden, surprise, all these people jump out and yell surprise. And I was just in shock again. I'm just dumbfounded. And I was so taken back by all the love and all the just extreme measures that people went through. I, I said, oh, you guys are all liars because <laughs> they all lied to me. But they went to the extreme measures. So I wouldn't find out about this surprise party that my husband worked so hard on. And my dear friend, Julie, and my sister-in-law, Oh my goodness, they decorated the house and I was just blown away at just how everyone did whatever they needed to do to step up in such a way. And I'm telling you, it was hard to receive. I know that's weird, but it was hard to receive. And yet I was receiving it, but I'm more of a giver. Like I like to do the party and I like to give, but I was like, oh my goodness. And there's my family and all the kids and friends. And I was just, it was wonderful. And people are giving me gifts and, Again, I was just taken back. My husband really caught me off guard and he surprised me big time. And by the way, we did not go on the dinner cruise, which I'm grateful we did not. <laughs> that was all part of the scheming 
to keep me from knowing that there was a bunch of people going to be at our house to jump out and yell surprise. But long story short, I was full of gratitude and yet it was also very difficult to receive. And so after everyone left and the party was over and I was just, it was like so much love. I, I couldn't contain it all and I couldn't sleep that night. And I literally just wept on my pillow at night. I just cried in gratitude and I didn't know how to take it all in. And so I literally had to get up and start journaling because I could not stop just with the emotional, I don't know, just I, like I said, it was so much love, I couldn't contain it. And so I just had to process. And so after I processed for three hours, I literally wrote something for about two and a half, three hours in the middle of the night, which I never do. I felt better and I could sleep, but it was something that I had to process. And I thought, gosh, why was it so hard for me to receive? And knowing that is a part of being a solid, healthy human is to give and to receive in a balanced fashion. Where was, why was this a stuck point for me? And it just helped me process over the years and different things. But just to receive that kind of love was so beautiful. And it just reminded me, of course, of our Heavenly Father's love for us. And it's so much, it's like overwhelming that I, I believe that we would never be able to contain it. And we can't contain that kind of love that we need to give it. So when we receive God's love, we need to push it out and give it to others. And then when others are giving out love, we need to receive and give. And it's like this beautiful cycle. But if we don't receive, it's cutting the flow of that cycle. And so it 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 keeps others from fulfilling their desire to give to their fullest so that when you receive, it gives them joy. But if you don't receive, it, it shuts that down for them. And so obviously we have to have healthy boundaries around this giving and receiving. What is it that they're trying to give you? And are you receiving too much? And what are you trying to give out to others? And is it all healthy? And so that's kind of what I just want to unpack today. Have you had a moment where you've even maybe even thought of, gosh, am I a giver? Am I a receiver? Or am I unbalanced in these areas? And if so, why? Because I invite you to do an exercise where you can process maybe why you don't give like you desire to give, or maybe you don't desire to give and you would like to desire to give. So why don't you give? Is it maybe fear of rejection if you give that maybe someone won't receive? Because remember, if you're not a good receiver and yet you're giving to someone and someone shuts you down, then it could keep you from giving. And so that, that cycle won't be fluid if the receiver doesn't receive. And then what if you're on the other end of not receiving? If I did not receive all the love that night, everyone would have been so disappointed and it would have stifled the joy in that room and stifled the joy on all of these beautiful people's faces, the smiles. And it just was something so powerful. And I also was thinking as I was processing and writing in the middle of the night at 3 a.m., I was processing of, wow, I wonder if this is what it's like in heaven. Like I saw all these faces in the room and some people I, I didn't know, like they were out of context. Like I'm looking at them going, do I know them and why are they here? And then I saw other people, of course, they're really close to me. And then 
my family. And it just was so odd, right? All of, all the, of these faces in one setting where they're normally not all together, right? Because they don't all hang out together. And I thought, gosh, I wonder if this is how it's going to be in heaven. We are just so overwhelmed with God's love. And there's going to be this uh, welcoming of all these faces. A surprise, you're in heaven, surprise, welcome. Not surprise, you're in heaven, but a welcome party. And you're going to see all these faces, all these people just full of joy, and you're not going to be able to contain it. I feel like we're going to just fall at our, with God's love alone, but also with all these people there waiting to greet us and meet us and welcome us home. We're just going to fall on our knees and on our faces just I don't know, just like in overwhelm, like we won't be able to know how to respond. We're just going to have to receive. And so when we are doing our giving and receiving in this thing called life, is it balanced? And are you a good giver? And is, are, is your receiving, does that need to be challenged a little bit? And how can you set yourself up into a place so that you can be challenged in that area. Obviously, I didn't know I was going to have such a reaction here of not being able to contain this overwhelming joy and love that I need to get up and process it. But how can we actually put ourselves in situations like this to even find out if we are good receivers? Or how can we put ourselves in situations where we can give more if we're not a natural born giver? Maybe it's doing some volunteer work and it feels uncomfortable, but once you're in that zone and you're starting to pray with people or give unconditionally, it's, oh, wow, okay, I, this feels good and I can start to give more and start to see how people on the other end are receiving and, and giving back thanks and just start to, to notice, notice the cycle of giving and receiving. So that's what I wanted to unpack a little bit today is just to have you ask those questions to yourself. Am I a good giver? And am I a good receiver? And if not, why not? And how can I become better balanced in both of these areas and better at being a good example for others to give and also to receive, right? Because we want to be good role models for others in this world. It does create a ripple effect when others can see uh, us give freely and receive freely. Again, healthy boundaries on what we are giving and receiving. But in this sense, all the good that we are, are doing in this world, it really does create a ripple effect. And you never know, you never know the impact you might have on someone just by receiving their love. A lot of people want to do everything on their own. And I'm more of that kind of wired more that way of, oh, I'll just do it. If you want it done, just do it yourself. And that mindset a lot of times, and I have to snap out of that because that's my recovering perfectionist piece. But when I allow my team to help me and to just do things that I normally would, but give them the freedom to, to take on some of those roles, man, I can see how they bloom and blossom and how they are able to show up in a new way when I'm able to give them the gift of working alongside with me, okay? Instead of me just always doing or giving to them, I actually receive the help, receive the partnership. And that is a beautiful thing. So whether it's in your personal relationships 
or end your business relationships, it goes a long way. And I promise when you give better and you receive better, you grow better as an individual. That's what I want you just to ponder on this week because being visibly fit is about being fit mind, body, spirit, emotions. And part of that is that giving and receiving part of life. And so ask yourself those hard questions today. How can you give better, receive better so that you can grow better? All right. All right. I would love to hear your kind of dialogue on this. So go to the YouTube video or go to my social media platforms here on this episode. And let's just kind of have a conversation around it. I would love to unpack it with you and uh, see where you're at in this season of your life and how we can get a better handle and become more balanced in this duality of giving and receiving. Blessings on you and make it a great day. I know you will. And I will see you same time, same place right here on Visibly Fit next week. Take care. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. So thank you so much for tuning in. I love spending this time with you. To learn more and get more free resources, just head on over to wendypet.com. And thank you in advance for sharing this episode and this podcast, following and subscribing, not only to this podcast, but finding me on social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. Until next week in our next podcast time together, make it a visibly fit day.